everybody, and welcome to That's Life. It's a sauna outside, and while that makes most New Yorkers happy, it makes me very cranky. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. And of course, today's live lunch is absolutely going to be spectacular. Our thanks to A&H. They have sponsored all of our programming today here in celebration of Lagba Omer, which is the end of the darkness and the beginning of the light, otherwise known as the end of acapella season. That is correct. While we keep mentioning that there is wonderful acapella music available, there is only so much wonderful acapella music available, and therefore we are happy to be flooding your listening pleasure today with unbelievable music. And so the live lunch will continue that. We will have great music going on. Nahum produced a wonderful JM in the AM this morning, and the live lunch is going to be a lot of fun. Of course, again, it is all brought to you by A&H. Grilling starts today. I think I've just made that tagline for them. Grilling starts today. And who do I see behind the board? The pride of Houston himself and uh, the soon-to-be Yankee fan, Yoni Pollock. How not, are you? Not sure how that works, but... Yeah. Um, How's it going? How could you not be smiling in this weather? Because it just schwitz. And as somebody said to me, first of all, yes, today is hotter than yesterday. I know yes. we spoke on Bite Size about mm-hmm. it was supposed to be really warm and whatever, and that already made me you know, somewhat unhappy, but today it makes me uber unhappy because we're supposed to hit close to 90. Yeah, I mean, yesterday got in the in the yes, mid to high eighties. Mid to high eighties today also, so it's going to be close. And by the way, Friday snuck up us, snuck up on us. Like tomorrow, it's going to yeah. be also. I know, but Shabbos hot. is nice. Shabbos is nice, right? This is not nice. See, when you're referring to another day in the week, listen carefully. Okay. When you're when you're referring to another day in the week as nice, then that implies this not so nice. We're not saying fair. also yeah, nice. Yeah, fair. We're saying nice. I would just would. This, this I is mean, not. I nice. know the answer. I prefer eighty-five over forty-five, and that's wrong. But we both agree sixty-five is the best. I like fifty-five. Fifty-five oh, is still good for me. Sixty-five, I sort of don't know what to do with, and neither do real New Yorkers, because you don't want to. You don't want to be that guy wearing a coat. And the, the only problem with eighty-five for me is that I actually have to go on a diet because you know you got to get the summer bod ready. Right. Well. So, in the, yeah. in the winter, I could put on a bunch of sweaters and no one knows, you know, and then you grow a beard and no one knows. Right, no one knows. No one the knows. Winter. But now it's like, shoot, all right, it's summer. I'm, I'm wearing, you know, my sleeves rolled up and, and, and right. just my shirt. People are noticing that I'm gaining some weight. Right. It also could just be that it's the heat that makes you unhappy because nope. this is not fun. 85 degrees and up. Are not fun for it's me. It's beautiful. The truth is, I hate it on the subway, but otherwise, I right. Love it. So that's what somebody said to me. They're like, "Oh, Manhattan must be beautiful now that the weather is nice." I'm like, "No, because you don't commute, and if you commuted, you would know that it's a schwitz, and not everyone has um, gone to CVS lately, right. and so that kind of closeness can really be uncomfortable." Let's just hope we don't repeat last year's summer of uh, many problems on the subway. Oh Let's just keep it smooth, and oh it'll be well, you know, as bearable the way, as possible. By the way. To Joe Loda's credit, mm-hmm. the summer that was supposed to be last summer right. was not terrible. All things considered, when we were being prepped yeah. that it was Armageddon, right. this really wasn't terrible. Right, I guess. I have likened Joe Loda's position as the head of the MTA as the worst Gabai position in the world. Everyone yells at you. What no one is, the worst no one is <laughs> Well, that's a longer yeah. conversation. No one is satisfied, right? Oh, yeah, yeah You yeah. answer to a committee- and you answer to a president. I was going to say, is, is Gabay a president worse? Oh, I think I think Gabay is worse. Yeah. Because president, like, 
You know, but, the buck still stops with you. Yeah, and you're only dealing with like the board, I guess, and like a right. few and, members of the guy. And a few nudniks, right? And you're the guy in the middle of the room. Yeah, you're the guy in the middle of the room. You have to, and you got to keep track of everything. You got to make sure the trains run on time when you're the guy. I feel like I'm going to end up being a guy somewhere at some point. I'll, I'll tell you, my brother is the guy is a guy, and he takes his position incredibly seriously to the point well he where he and his family kid never come to me for shabbos there are a lot of pros <laughs> with it by the way oh being the guy by like you control the davening oh, i thought you were gonna huge. say he's a pro he is a pro oh, i'm sure he's a pro yeah um, he's a total pro a few times i've met him he, he seems right. like a, a pro guy right and also i think he's too nice to be a guy so yeah you do have to have a bit of an edge right i have all the edge he has all the nice <laughs> and by the way if you don't understand what that means please refer back to bite size yesterday yeah. <laughs> when yoni made me take a personality test are we gonna do that today on the live lunch um i think think we should make Nahum do it, but I don't think Nahum is game. And actually, he understood why we did it on Bite Size because he thought it was good shtick. Yeah. But he didn't say like, ooh, ooh, me too. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that didn't is that happen. A fortune cookie here? It is. We're going to do the fortune cookie. We have not done fortune cookies in a long time, but that's frankly because um, I haven't ordered Chinese in a long time. But we ordered Chinese and asked for extra fortune cookies, and they complied. All right, so we're doing a fortune cookie. I think we're going to play these fortunes. Yeah. Only you can change your life. No one can do it for you. Nice. All right. Straightforward. Yeah, straightforward. Thank you. Legit. Thank you. Right. Absolutely right. Exactly. Let's do the national holidays because, of course, today is May 4th. So may the 4th be with you. You're, not, you're looking at me. May 3rd. Oh, shoot. I downloaded the wrong ones. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, shoot. May 3rd. May 4th. No, I think it's May 3rd. <laughs> Okay, one second. Now I got to go back. Wait, tomorrow is May the T- 4th. Right. Okay, that's what I meant to do. Tomorrow is May 4th. Oh, my God. Can I just tell you something? Cinco de Mayo is Shabbos. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. This is... You noticed, by the way, that I'm wearing stickers today? Yeah. What? yeah. Okay, so just so that everyone understands. It's not National Sticker Day. It's not National Sticker I don't know, because I downloaded the wrong... Because I thought today was the wrong date. And by the way, in my notes, it's the wrong date, and everything is the wrong date. Okay, I'll be fine. Anyway, it's May 3rd, so happy birthday to my dad. No, okay. Yes. And ha- right. And happy birthday to my sister-in-law. National holiday. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, it's also Lagba Omer, which, by the way, is on the National Registry, which That's is cool. cool. Yeah. Um, it is Paranormal Day. I'm okay. not sure if that coincides with tomorrow being May 4th, but whatever. It is Public Radio Day. Shout out to anyone involved in radio because, hey, we understand your pain. Uh, World Pass Password Day. I thought you were going to say passport. So was I. I, I was trying <laughs> not. I'm looking say. at it going, it says password. Don't say passport. Yes. It is National Password that Day. That seems a little much. Are you a password player? Yeah, no. What does that mean? Like, What does that mean? A password day? I, I don't know. I guess you're supposed to change your password. It, that's, that's a little overboard for me on national holidays. It's, I mean, do you. Do We've you had a lot of crazy ones. Password just, it, I can't wrap my head around it. Do you, well, it's National Two Different Colored Shoes Day. Which, That's cool. Okay, well, if it that. was Two Different Colored Socks Day, that is celebrated right. all the time with the Wallachs. Right. Every time I ask the youngest Wallach why she's wearing two different socks, she's like, because. Okay. Yeah, all right, it's totally fine. Um, But, uh, uh, yeah, password. Do you change your password ever? No, and I really need to keep a. I mean, it's all variations of the same password. Right. It's so classic. And I need an Excel spreadsheet to really remember what. Why password. don't you just use Password Keeper on your uh, on your phone? I can, and I do. What I'm really afraid of, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be morbid. Like if 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 something happens to me, and no one's going to know my information anywhere. Like no one knows my passwords. You can tell me. I won't tell anybody. Yeah, maybe I should. You got to tell somebody. Um. All right. So just to explain why I'm wearing stickers. Yeah. I went to uh, the pediatrician this morning to set up my kids with all their appointments and whatever because I, I had an anxiety dream last night 
my anxiety dream last night, which sent me into total panic, was that we got a phone call from Camp Marasha. Hi, the buses are leaving. Is your daughter coming? Because we're waiting for her. And I, yeah. To which I responded, no, we'll send her up tomorrow. We didn't pack yet. And that, after that, I woke up and I woke up in this That's panic. funny. I also had a really frustrating dream and I woke up so frustrated this morning. Oh, not about... Oh, wait, actually, what's that? I got to type up yeah, the stickers. No, anyway, so I went to the pediatrician's office, and the pediatrician has a whole slew of you know already cut um, stickers. You know, kids go; they want to get a sticker on the way out, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take some stickers, and they're like, okay, whatever. You know, no problem. And I said, who dares me to wear this on the Long Island Railroad in my commute this morning? And somebody goes, I dare you to wear two. I'm like, not a problem. <laughs> so I wore them the entire like time. The only person who has commented on them so far, as to be expected, is Nahum. Yeah. It's funny. I didn't even say anything. When right. You, you didn't in. say anything. Like, oh, that's so and, I, and Nahum's like, you're wearing stickers. I said, yeah, you're the first person to notice. He's like, no, I guarantee other people have noticed. They just haven't said anything. I'm like, well, <laughs> nobody has said anything. Well, there you go. Um, but you were saying you had a bad dream. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It had to do with my, my after further review. I had to do my show from my apartment. Okay. And my roommates were, for some reason, all there because I don't know why they're there at 10 a.m. on a Monday morning. And oh, they I were just were annoying me the whole show and I couldn't um, get through the show. And I woke up so frustrated. I was like, what the heck, guys? Really? A little weird that I was dreaming about work, but. That would make it an anxiety dream. Yeah, I know, right? It's just funny. That happened to both of us. <laughs> right. Or, or not funny, as the case may be. Um, by the way, just because I have it in front of me, just so you know that tomorrow is May 4th. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tomorrow is May 4th. <laughs> tomorrow is May 4th, so it's May the 4th be with you. Uh, um, right. If, are you a Star Wars fan? No. No, me neither. I'm not even pretending. Um, it's International Fighter Fighters Day. It's International Respect for Chickens Day, which I think is funny to fall out in an Arab Shabbos. Oh, yeah, or many chickens lose their lives. Yeah. Um, Are you going to do a, a Mexican themed lunch for? Oh, for Cinco de Mayo. Oh, that's a cool idea. Maybe I should. My kids like when I do funny things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Um, it's also International Space Day tomorrow, which of course goes along with that. Yeah. Um, it is Petite and Proud Day. I've never been petite in my life. I can't imagine you have either. What's, what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, we, right. We can, right. Exactly. <laughs> Your brother's that tall, so right. He's not as tall. Is he, he's your height also? Yeah, a little shorter, less pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something else. Yeah. Um, and of course, I, I have to mention this because it's a big deal. It's um, tuba day. Tuba day. Yes, I'd like to find somebody who plays the tuba to call that's in during tomorrow, the live right? lunch. Yeah. Okay. Can we get somebody who plays the tuba? You know, every year during the, the, the Celebrate Israel Day Parade, mm-hmm. I always have a shtick. Can I get a tuba player to play Havana Gila? Yeah, I've right. already heard that. Right, because I do it every single year. Really, I, I get... Hasn't come to fruition Nothing yet. gives me more nachas. <laughs> for some reason or another. Anyway. All right. Um, so I want to get a tuba player to call in during the live lunch. I have a feeling we'll be able to do that. I'm going to have to pull some strings, but um, we're going to try and figure it out, and this way we can... Um, make the live lunch even more fun for Lag Baomer. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And my guest today, I actually just got to spend Shabbos with her, and I'll explain that. Rena Emerson is the CEO of New York NCSY. She is also the managing director of National NCSY. And I invited her on right after Nahum's family and my family had had the wonderful opportunity to spend Shabbos basically with all of NCSY because the NCSY Israel Leadership Shabbaton took place last weekend 
at the, was it a Sheridan? Hilton? Something. Hilton. Thank yeah. you. God bless you. The Hilton mm-hmm. in Stanford, Connecticut. My thanks to David Cutler for inviting us. In David in David's defense, he's been inviting us for three years. But finally, it worked out. And I was able to reconnect with Rena, who I, I realized I had not had on since she had taken on this new position. And I'm thrilled that she was able to join me this morning. Good morning, Rena. Good morning. How are you? I thank God am well. Did you have a good Shabbos? It was amazing. It's it's uh, incredible. It's so wonderful to have everybody together in one space and to really uh, be with the summer team who's taking, God willing, over, I think we're at to about 1,500 kids now, um, probably more, um, to Israel this summer, and we have some domestic camps as well. And really, it was a whole staff training weekend for the staff to learn and grow and uh, be together. And it was an amazing experience. I agree. It really was an amazing experience. You say have everyone in one space. I'm only laughing to myself because that dining room, <laughs> had, <laughs> it was like it was like camp in there. There are 600 people. I didn't see anybody on the other side of the dining room. At one point, I realized as we were leaving Matzei Shabbos that I didn't see people I knew were supposed to be there. Just, <laughs> right. But it the, was, yeah, it was really an incredible experience. Right. The enormous of people who are there, the, the, the sheer number of people who are involved in these summer programs, all under the leadership of David Cutler, um, who I, I do believe walks on water, and, <sighs> um, and under the parent company of the Orthodox Union, shows tremendous foresight into what it means to inspire and lead the Jewish youth of today and the future leaders of tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, and the staff that came and the people that he brought in to speak was, I don't know if you sat in any of the sessions, I but did. You know, Dr. Pelkovitz right. and Alex Mandro and Moshe C. Weinberg and Charlie Harari and the list and, you know, our very own Rabbi and Ali Sheva Kamenetsky, the list goes on and on and on. Right. Um, of the superstars that were there that weekend. It was almost like, the, you know, which year should we go to next? Who should We don't want to miss this one. We don't want to miss this, that one. And it was really incredible. No, it, it certainly was. But I certainly, I also don't want to overlook the incredible star power that came from within NCSY as well. The people who spoke during the meals, especially, I mean, we, we all remember, we the, to have an entire room in stitches, takes tremendous <laughs> skill and i regret that i do not remember the name of the woman Miriam Borenstein, there yes, you go wonderful miriam Borenstein. miriam Borenstein. the Borenstein family is a long long-standing family within ncsy in general all their kids went through our system and our programs and miriam um, is one of the heads on give this summer and she was she's incredible she's just a powerhouse she's a powerhouse and she's a panic and she <laughs> yeah. told a story during shabbos lunch I mean, if you could hear a pin drop in a room of 600 people, you could hear a room, a pin drop that day during lunch. She had all of us, our rapt attention, and she she just culminated not only this story, which took a tremendous amount of guts to tell about a personal experience that she had undergone, and then brought it back to where we were and what our purpose was for Shabbos, was really a testament to what the leadership, the quality of leadership looks like for NCSY. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. I wonder, I wonder, when you took this position... I, I don't know what your experience was as, you know, before this with NCSY. Were you a, were you an NCSY or as a kid in high yeah, school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been an NCSY for much longer than I want to <laughs> admit on there. But, uh, you know, I, I've been through almost every single position you could possibly do in NCSY except for, um, you know, some of the top ones that I'm not yet at. <laughs> but, uh, 
Um, but thank God. And we started, actually, it's, uh, this summer is our 20th year anniversary of our TJJ, of our public school program, um, which are public school touring trips. So we started off with one bus of 35 kids. Uh, and I was on that bus with uh, wow. Barry Goldfisher, who now runs uh, TJJ altogether, and Rabbi Steve Berg, who now uh, <laughs> runs Aish. Right. Um, and we started with 35 kids that we had to beg, borrow, and steal from. Um, and thank God, now they're up to 12 buses for TJJ and other um, different iterations of the program as well. And so this was almost a natural progression for you. Yeah, absolutely. It was only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> before before you came back and you and you assumed a a head position both you know in this case a CEO of New York NCSY and managing managing director of National NCSY this was i mean this was your fate <laughs> almost I, I, um, yeah so were you were you are you surprised at where NCSY is now the quality of the leadership or did you see this coming for the last 20 years I mean, everything was a slow progression of, you know, the professionalism and the impairment and the, and the really types of people that we have working um, for us. And, you know, speaking of that first TJJ bus 20 years ago, um, I think our staff training might have been on the airport. We came <laughs> an hour earlier than the kids did. Awesome. Um, and we talked about what we were doing on the trip right. um, to an entire weekend of just, you know, session after session and growth, and, and, and it's not just the weekend. It's a continued conversation throughout the year, really, of how to run that TJJ bus. Um, and it's a, it has come, you know, NCSY has come a really long way in terms of their professional development and the, and the way that they take these things seriously. And it's a really testament to David Cutler and to Rabbi Micha Greenland, who's the head of NCSY, Rabbi Moshe Benevitz, who's a, a managing director and the head of NCSY, Kolo and Kivi Freed, who's the assistant director of NCSY, um, and, and all our staff. Um, we really have a wonderful staff. We have about 250 people working for us around the country. Maybe it's a little bit more. Um, and everybody takes what they do very seriously. But I also noticed, one of the things that I noticed, and Miriam um, exemplified that during lunch, is that there are a number of women, yourself included, who are all taking prominent roles or who occupy prominent roles for NCSY and at the OU. And I, I, I guess the question is, do you find yourself in, um, in great company with all the other women? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, working, you know, here on 11 Broadway, um, there's fabulous women that, that have been hired and have assumed leadership positions. Um, you know, still still a minority, but definitely getting up there in, in number and in stature. Um, with Rabbi Dr. Uh, Rebitson Dr. Adina Schmidman coming on board with the Women's Leadership Initiative, um, Jenna Beltzer with the Incubator. There's, there's a whole bunch of, of uh, positions that have been filled by wonderful uh, role models for me uh, in, in what we do. I actually had the opportunity to sit down with Rebitson Dr. Adina Schmidman last week. We recorded um, her podcast, and um, I was thrilled to be able to take part in that. And we've we've spoken before about the um, the changing um, sort. I don't want to say the changing of the guard, but the increased roles of women of of from women in senior positions and the landscape, the altering of the landscape to prove and to just demonstrate that you can be from and you can hold on to who you are and your family and assume leadership roles within the Orthodox community and be accepted. And I, I think that your being named to this senior position reflects that. And it's, it's a bold move by the OU and it's a bold move by NCSY, but by the OU overall as your parent company. 
Yeah, I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful to the OU for all the opportunities that they have given me. Um, you know, every single one of my professional jobs have been with the OU, whether in NCSY or not. And every time I think, okay, maybe I can't go any further, you know, it's surprising that I, you know, that I can. And they're very receptive and they're very warm and welcoming. And you know, Alan Fagan and and my Spain really want to see um, the right people in the job, whether they're male or female. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, but um, but but women's leadership is definitely something that's welcomed and. Um, Appreciated. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and Rena Emerson joins us this morning. She's the CEO of New York NCSY and the managing director of National NCSY. Because you have your your feet both in you know in in both camps, so to speak. How does NCSY in New York differ from NCSY in other parts of the country? Um, different parts of the country are very different. Um, there's no two regions, I would say, that the makeup is alike. You know, my previous job in, in West Coast, uh, very many cities on the West Coast are not, there, there's no yeshiva day schools, there's no high schools, there's mm-hmm. no from communities. Um, so NCSI becomes that from community. Uh, so, so you know, there are very many cities that in Portland, Oregon, for example, um, for the for the NCSYers, really, it's an all public school chapter. Uh, in Las Vegas, for the NCSYers, it's an all public school chapter. In New York, it's a little bit different because there are so many Baruch Hashem yeshivas and 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 high schools and and uh, you know and students that we deal with from all walks of life. So that definitely adds a very different element to NCSY. So uh, NCSY at its best. Bringing so, the public school kids and the, and, the, and the yeshiva kids together. Right. No, I, I agree with that. So I guess, I mean, I'm such a New Yorker. <laughs> I'm such a New Yorker. <laughs> so am I, but I lived on the West Coast for four years. Right. So. So, that, right so that allowed you to, you know, it, you didn't visit, you lived there. So it allows you to really appreciate, you know, I'm going to say what New York has to offer, but I'm only saying that because I wonder if the NC, if as a result, if the NCSY population here in the New York area just looks different because, are, I mean, are, are, I'm, I'm asking this purely out of curiosity, are, are we attracting public school kids in the New York area the same way we're providing that support and that, that base camp, so to speak, in, in other areas? Yes, absolutely. There's definitely a very, very large uh, group of of the public school population. This summer alone, we have we have about 84 is my last number uh, public school kids going to to, to Israel in the summer program. Yeah. Um, two buses of TJJ and then smatterings and other places. Um, we definitely are attracting the public school kids as well. I mean, the 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 opportunity in New York is endless. The amount of of students that are in New York that are Jewish, either in public school or not in public school, is endless. You know, we we are just scratching the surface, but we have to do better, and we're, and we're we're working to do better. But it's an endless sea of opportunity for us, which so, is on the one hand very very. Um, great and wonderful and the other time very daunting about it uh yeah we feel that way as well we've discussed that here that the opportunities are incredible but also it's as a result the the enormity of the opportunity is um yeah is daunting but so tell me where you see new york ncsy heading or i could say ncsy in general heading but obviously being that i am so new york centric i'm curious (laughs) and i'm 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 so uh, wonderfully surprised at that enormous not 84 kids is a lot of kids from public it, it really schools it's it, wonderful yeah so where do you see things going under your leadership and in general for new york ncsy and ncsy 
I, I, you know, I think that there's so much potential. There's potential in everything that we um, we do and everything in every facet. And we can't rest and say, okay, now we have two buses on TJJ. We, we, you know, we've done our job because we can have five buses on TJJ. We can have ten buses on TJJ. Um, we're going to go as far as, as we can get. <laughs> we're going to work as hard as we can and, and go as far as we can get uh, with the resources that we have and, and try to develop, you know, New York and Sioux into a, for, a force. Uh, I think the Jewish population of of the of New York is about a third of the Jewish population of the country. New York and Sioux should be a third of of all mm. the regions and all the things that we're doing. Wow, wow, that's a that's a really that's a great point. That's a great point. And just as a side point, is your your family enjoyed moving back here? <laughs> yes, they're very happy. Thank God, <laughs> everybody's good. Thank God, everybody is good. Well, Rena, it was a pleasure pleasure spending Shabbos with you last week. And call a vote to everyone at NCSY Israel, NCSY Summer, NCSY Regional, NCSY New York, NCSY, I mean, West Coast. I'm so happy I got that out there. Um, <laughs> it's really, uh, it, it's so inspiring. I had Nachum and I commented a number of times over Shabbos it, with Alan Fagan and, and just to ourselves as well, that the future looks so bright when you see all of the people in that room knowing that those are our future leaders the future looks bright, and so thank you for having a hand in that. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming and participating, and we look forward to some more. Amen, amen. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. A full afternoon of broadcasting, a full afternoon of programming <laughs> continues here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Coming up in just a few moments, it is the Lagba Omer Live Lunch brought to you by Abels and Hyman. We thank them again for their sponsorship. Grilling begins today. Nachum will host the live lunch. It will continue until 1 o'clock. And the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by our friends at Kedem, returns today at 7 p.m. As promised. You hear that in the background, people? That's what we call music. That is correct. Matanot Tanot is how we're closing out our show today. That is by Rami Kleinstein. It'll continue in the background as I just let you know that tomorrow morning, starting at 6 a.m., Nachum hosts JM in the AM till 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Do not miss the weekly update with Malcolm Holmline. That begins at 7.40 in the morning. Besides the treasure trove of information that was recovered and revealed by Israel this week in that live broadcast with Bibi. You, of course, want to hear more about the live broadcast taking place at Bar Ilan that we will be covering here at the Nachum Siegel Network starting at 11.30 Monday morning, during which Mr. Holmline, who is the 2018 Honorary Doctoral Recipient, will be delivering a lecture which launches the new Impact Center for the Study of Judaism in Israel and North America. So that begins at 11.30 Monday morning. Malcolm will discuss that in more depth with Nahum tomorrow morning at 7.40 a.m. And then at 9 a.m., join Naomi as she hosts a brand new edition of Table for Two. And then the encore of the Arab Shabbos show starts at 10 a.m. again with Mark Zomik. The Arab Shabbos music mix, con- music mix continues up until candlelighting here in the New York area. Again, brought to you by our friends at Kedem. Enjoy the music in the background, folks. That, folks, that's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Sissim shel kavana, igulim shel emuna, matanot ktano, mishe ushalach.
Thank <laughs> you. 